Taking off in five, four, three, two. Yo, it's your boy, T.O. as you know. It's your boy, O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yo, it's the motherfucking Fade Podcast, the one-stop shop for everything TV, medium from related, along with the end of the goddamn thing we're going to talk about, coming to you live, direct, proof of concept studios. What is uh what's up my dude yo i, I usually had more energy uh oh, in, in this early beginning part but like this yeah. week i don't know it's been a slow week i haven't really uh I, there's n- there's been no exciting releases this week there's been nothing like sure that's what's dropped or ha- like what? what uh so corella and all them uh just dropped and then, I, I said uh, exciting <laughs> uh there's other things that we could have prepared better for this uh for this uh this week next week uh to no no listen uh, this is an honest show this is an honest <laughs> segment right here uh, i mean now, now granted we are in um you know uh this is usually a slow time of the year right no, summer's heating this up is literally the the time of year where all the big releases come out what do you mean this is supposed to be the busy so, time well, all the big movie releases, uh, sure. This week, there I can't think of any like big announcements that came out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, on TV or film, honestly. It's been, wait, wait, do you mean announcements, or do you do you mean stuff coming out in theaters? Like, what do you mean? Like, you mean stuff that is so to, to, you, to your later? point, right? Like, yeah, a, a lot of big movies gear up for like the summer blockbuster films, right? But those usually hit around like July and August, right? Um, Not necessarily. I, I would, uh, usually, May is like the kickoff for. I mean, obviously. Clearly, everything got fucked up because of the pandemic, so that changed a whole yeah, lot true. of shit. Continuing, still continuing to 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 kind of fuck shit up, but um, yeah, usually May is when it's like okay, it's the beginning of summer, drop the first shit, you know. Um, yeah, so. I think the biggest movie coming out this month. I mean, I you know you might say uh, Cruella. Uh, I would say like F nine, Fast and Furious nine, um, but like that's the biggest movie you know what i mean i mean it's, it's f9 that's pretty that's that's pretty although it had does have a funny name f9 um yeah but, uh it you know uh, i think that's a pretty decent release that's a pretty gigantic movie okay it's going to suck there's just no uh, if anybody is out there actually defending the fact that it's going to be good uh, the people listening on the podcast forum can't see my air quotes but i uh, good um uh, preposterous uh you know th- there, there's few things that we can say is objective reality fast and furious sucking is an objective reality that's, yeah. that's just it's I, I, <laughs> I saw the newest trailer for f9 and like i, I thought the first trailer was complete bullshit where he's like driving the you know the dodge charger um like he's like down the hill and then it hooks on to the thing and then it like swings perfectly through the air uh like you know first of all dodge chargers rear wheel drive you're not taking that off road anywhere <laughs> right uh, and then like they it the the cable perfectly latches on to the his chassis not like the front fender that would tear off and they'd fall to their death like it, it, it it's fake as fuck uh, but i saw the new trailer where he like jumps out of a semi truck moving at top speed Right. Um, and, you know, Vin Diesel, he's got the sh- sleeves ripped off of his shirt and he just like jump. This thing is moving top speed. He jumps out of it, rolls on the ground at like 120 miles per hour. doesn't die. Uh, and then the truck like goes up a cliff and then crashes into like the airplane that's been trying to like kill him. I'm like, yo, all right. I, you know, you can offend me a little bit 
uh, as long as you sell it to me, you know, yeah. I, I'll, I'll take the fake stunts and all that crazy shit. But now it's just offensive at this point. Like, you think I'm <laughs> stupid. <Vin laughs> Diesel. Yeah. I mean, they've thought we were stupid for a very long time. So this does not even remotely uh, surprise me um, at this point. They are. You know what? You know what I like about the F9 series? We can talk about how much we we, we or what we hate about them all we want. But what I like about it is they lean into their absurdity. They don't shy away from it. They just, they're like, you know what? We know we're stupid. It's fine. We know we're mindless fucking action that makes no sense in any sort of practical sense. We don't care. It's fine. You know? And, and I, and I, so I, like, I find that admirable. I hate it. You know, I think it's, it's stupid. And I feel, I do feel like they're talking down to us, <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is, man. Um, yeah. Well, uh, that, that being said, what is your fa- favorite Fast and Furious movie while we're, while we're on the subject? You got to have one. Um, I guess I do like uh, what, what was the, the one where they first went to Brazil? I think that was Fast. F- no, no, that's Fast. Was that Furious fast 7 fast or something six. like that? No, no, I think that was 6. Wait, when they so went, six was, went to Brazil. Yeah, that, that was because that was like the first time. No, that was the first no, time. Like Hobbs, five. Fast five. No, no, it was, it was Fast Five. That's Fast Five, because that that's really? when they first teamed up and they were out uh, with uh, what's his fucking name, the dude. Uh, and they had like the safe that was like bouncing all over the fucking streets and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That one was probably my favorite, but I also really liked. Uh, you know, the original was good, and I did like uh, the one where they were down in like Miami, where mm-hmm. uh, they first introduced uh, uh, Tyrese Gibson's character, Roman Pierce. Yeah. Yeah, and Ava Mendez is in it. I like that one too. In all honesty, I think the the saving grace for this film franchise for me has been Tyrese Gibson because, like, at least he's been a consistently funny, interesting character who's like, you know, there's no like bullshit about his character. He's not like beating up, you know, professional fucking. Fight. He usually just gets his ass kicked and makes you laugh throughout the movie uh, and helps out a little bit. That's the <laughs> only thing that's about this film that's been real from the beginning. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, but I, as much as you might say that, I, I don't necessarily think I enjoy the fact that even he was fucking like, you know, riding, uh, fucking cars out of planes and shit and somehow landing, you know what I mean? Like I, even with him, they they still are, um, uh, really preposterous in terms of what they're, what they're doing. But, you know, what are you going to do? You know, it's fucking fast and fierce. They, they know yeah, yeah. I, when it comes to so, insanity. W- one last thing about this, right? So, like, yeah. Michelle Rodriguez's character, Letty, apparently, mm-hmm. like, just, you know, all the fake shit, right? Remember, she had, like, brain, in, she had, like, a brain injury and forgot everything? Yeah. But now yeah, she's, that, like, that, back that, with the crew? That disappointed very quickly. <laughs> that, that's bullshit. Fastest um, recover- recovery ever. Fastest fucking recovery. Yeah. Uh, Han was apparently dead. Now he's back. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm here for Han. Look, it's absurd. And if we're going to, if we're into doing absurd things, bring Han back. Fuck it. I don't care. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You know who, you know who should come back? The, uh, the Lucas Black. Remember where they went to Tokyo Drift? Fuck it. Just bring him in wherever he's did. been. What do you mean? They oh, yeah. But for like, for like, a, for like two minutes. I mean, like, bring him back. Like, let's start well, drifting I, I think, again. I think you know what I mean? They're bringing him back for, unless I'm mistaken. Maybe I'm mistaken. Yeah. Apparently, apparently he is on the F9 again. cast list. Uh, he, he is on the F9 cast okay. list. Yeah. They're bringing him um, back. Again. Him and little Bow Wow. Yeah. So, fuck Bow it. Easy. Let's go for it. Speaking about, uh, did you did did there uh, did the verses already happen between him and Soldier Boy? Uh, I don't think that's been confirmed yet. I think there's they're no, still no, like in contract negotiations. It has because uh, yeah, Bow Wow was on. Um, he was on the Breakfast Club talking about it. 
Um, mm. Definitely been confirmed. I don't know when it was happening though. It either happened this past weekend or it's going to happen. Is what I'm to uh, to, to understand. Um, yeah, I don't know who wins that one because, like, you know, make make fun of them all you want to, but Bow Wow got no, some hits. No, they both have bangers, dude. That you look, man. Okay, so he, here's uh, I got into this the other day with uh, Caroline, right? Um, we uh, a Creed song. All right, I, I had I have like this two thousands playlist, and I have Creed on it right now. When Creed comes on, everybody or not everybody, but uh, a lot of it's like a cool thing to be like, "Ew, you're listening to Creed. I can't believe it. Why would you be doing that?" Right? But the only reason why that's being done is because it's a popular thing to say. For some reason, some things just catch on in pop culture, right? There's nothing fucking different. Like, okay, you know, I'm no fucking music, whatever, right? Czar, but, um, you know, so I couldn't tell you like, oh, sonically speaking, this is why this sounds better than that, right? I couldn't tell you all that. But what I know is it's like, they don't fucking sound much different from any other goddamn band <laughs> that we might've listened to, especially like around that same era. So it's just like, well, why the fuck does everybody hate them? You know, I, I know... Um, Jump Street, you know, had something to do with that where they, you know, they kind of popularized it uh, in, in the movie as well. Um, but I, I think Bow Wow and Soldier Boy are in that same boat where it's cool to like be like, oh, you listen to Bow Wow, man, you ain't street, you ain't gully with it. Like, it's like, I mean, they made some sl slapping ass salt. Like, what do you want me to do here? They, yeah. <laughs> they made good music. Like, you know, fuck, fuck me if I wasn't bouncing with it with Bow Wow when he when he first came out. You know, that shit, that shit was going, you know? So I, all these people who are like, you know, this shit is whack or like they're whack. I mean, say what you will about them personally speaking, but their music? I mean, not all their yeah. songs are bangers, but they do have some slappers, dude. The, I mean, yeah, gonna, I mean, you, you, we can't deny it. Make fun of them all you want, but Soldier Boy uh, definitely set a lot of things in motion that like we see now today in hip-hop like you know yeah, the viral sure. hip-hop stars the social media hip-hop stars like like then he then he like kind of show how like drake was just kind of just jogging his style with uh either some of his hooks or just some of the songs or maybe a teeny bit but like drake was going to be drake regardless you know no, what no, i mean sure. so, i'm like, not i'm not implying yeah. that drake's drake what i'm saying is is like people like he he People don't give Soldier Boy the credit that he deserves. Look, I think he's kind of a clown a little bit, but he deserves some respect when it comes to making, like he defined that late or um, or much of the music that we listen to from like the mid 2000s through like, even like the the mid 2010s, like, like all of that, or he, he had yeah. a hand to play in a lot of that shit. Yeah, he clowned out, but like, you know, his, uh, um, his, his achievements and accomplishments are definitely... Uh, definitely there and, and can't okay. be like you can't knock him so Absolutely. um Absolutely. if they have in fact linked that then uh you know i might tune in for the first half when they play their main hits then uh, i'll tune uh, I, I won't stay the whole time i, I don't know dude i don't know they, they might have enough to uh to to, to, to carry the show man they, they might have enough nah, to carry listen, the show 30 minutes uh, it's like when you get invited to a to a house party from like a friend, but like you don't really want to fucking be there. So you show up, you know, you're like, oh, hey, you know, I, I brought some uh, Bud Light. You know what I mean? Like, oh, cool. Like, this is great. Uh, man, I got to, you know, I got to do this thing. I got to go. So that, that'll be me. I'll, I'll jump in the party a little bit and then, you know, then I'm out. Speaking of that, um, do you remember that one time? And I still feel bad to uh, about it to this very day. When me Yo, yes, I know exactly. <laughs> Listen, this is this is happening in real time. I know exactly the story you're about to tell, but I, but I, I'll let you tell. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not a very long story, man. One of my one of the people I, I, I knew, man, he was a good dude too, man. I I haven't talked to him in, in quite some time. One might think it might be because of this particular event. Definitely because of he, that. He showed up, man, to this uh to this party. He, he invited me to this thing. They were they were smoking, they were drinking, and it was chill vibe, you know. But we had we made like other plans. But I wanted to still just show up to show respects. So I show up with like I, th- I think it was like like a fucking half a six pack or some shit and then uh they 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 passed uh they passed some bud to us and we just smoked and then like five minutes later we're like all right we gotta go (laughs) and it was just like damn man i feel still feel bad dude (laughs) yeah um so uh his uh so your your friend's girlfriend was so uh um what do you call it uh hospitable Right. Is that the word? Uh, Remember, she she, she made the the baked jalapeno poppers. Uh, And then didn't she also do like uh, didn't she have like oyster Rockefeller or something like that that she made for us? Uh, Okay, let's not exaggerate it. She didn't make it for us. They they were like they were for they they were having a gathering and we were one of the invitees to said gathering. It's just it's like she made she like she cooked. Right. She like they made sure that like there were drinks and food there. We came, we smoked, we ate a little bit. Then we were just like, yo, we got to get the fuck out of here. Um, I just remember that that Uber ride (laughs) was like the highest Uber ride. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I know the dude fucking just hated us because we were fucking we were geeked up dude um, oh, we were yeah we were turned up in, in that fucking uber yeah. um great times, good times great right. times <laughs> yeah, dude, uh some other good times man is being had with uh w- w- with this musical man who who would have thunk it man the, the the dudes from the fade podcast uh watching musicals dude i i i don't know uh man it, it was it was Sergio's doing, okay? That's that's what I would, would like to say here. If it were not for Sergio, shout out to Serge. Um, we probably would not have done this, but, uh, you know, the, the the Fade podcast goes musical, man. We go musical. Uh, we checked out In the Heights, um, which uh, was uh, directed by uh, Lynn... Um, uh, Lin Manuel. Oh, why am I? Oh, I'm sorry. Not not directed by Lin Manuel. I, I guess written by him, um, but uh, uh, directed by John Chu, uh, if I'm to to say this correctly, uh, and uh, Lin Manuel uh, Miranda. He um, I guess uh, developed sort of the story of it. I don't know. I somehow I think that they might have just like put his face on it and was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had something to do with it. It's like, I don't know if he had that much. <laughs> but- if, if I'm correct, it was uh, based on a musical like stage play. Yeah. And then, and he was the, uh, like he did the concepting for, um, for like the, the musical, the but like it, yeah. it, it was uh, this, the screenplay was written by, it says uh, like, Kiara Allegra, um, uh, Huds, Huds, Huds. Who, Huds? Great name. Yeah, there you go. Great name. If I could say it right. I mean, either way, it's a great name, but um, for sure. Uh, I wish I could say it the right way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, look, 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 let's forget all the, uh, the, the the little details there. Or not little details. It's the fucking people who created it. But <laughs> but but let's just jump into it, man. What, what do we what did we think about in the heights? What was your what was your what's your fresh out of the uh, the, the 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 theater? You didn't go to the theater to see this. Um, what's your fresh out of the theater reaction to in the heights? So, you know, I'll be honest, uh, I I wasn't too keen on watching this particular uh, project uh, or reviewing it here on the podcast, uh, you know, musicals and like singing song and dance shit. It's just like not really my cup of tea. Like, I don't I, I don't watch American Idol. I don't watch So You Think You Can Dance. I don't watch America's Got Talent. Um, I never watched Glee. 
uh, or whatever other singing, songy dance shows and movies like were out, right? So this is definitely the first like musical that I've watched. I, I didn't watch Cats or Rent or any of that shit. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised because uh, I think what was so charming about this particular uh, film is that there was very much a story there. And even though sometimes the song and dance numbers kind of threw me off, um, I never lost track of like the story itself, uh, the characters and, and, and like the journey that these, these characters are going on. Um, that was a consistent theme. It was, uh, I think they told a coherent story in this, uh, that, you know, the theatrics of it all, the song and the dance thing, uh, was a huge part of it. But I think like, again, there was rich story here. Uh, I really enjoyed this particular film more than I thought I would. I would never watch it again. Fuck that. But, uh, it was good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I, I was pleasantly surprised, man. Um, about midway through the movie, I was just like, Oh, am I? Am I tearing up a little bit? Is this, is this a tear I have developed in my? Um, uh, didn't did never reach full on crying status, but uh, but I identified with a lot of the themes that they that they touched on um, in the movie. I will say though, for as much as they did write with it, they did do a lot of things that were either kind of puzzling or just um, like uh, as if this was this sat in some sort of executor uh executives like a hollywood executive's office and he was just like he put his like touch on it or they put their touch on it and and then kind of took out some of like the authenticity of it although i guess how authentic can you really make fucking musical i don't know um but they, there were like a few moments and, and they do have like a lot of like cheesy moments that were just like, uh, all right, guys, like, let's not, let's not lean too heavily into that, that kind of shit. But, um, but all in all, man, I, I really, I enjoyed it, man. I, I, I really did enjoy it. Um, uh, the, the first thing I do want to know is, did you see Aaron Donald? He clearly was in the movie. No. Yeah, Aaron was, Donald was in this he movie? He was in the club trying, uh, he, he was trying to talk to, uh. Uh, what was her name? Uh, was it Vanessa? Was that was that her name? Yeah. Lies. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just joking. He, he uh, he's a he looks slam like Aaron Donald. I was like, is that Aaron Donald right there? Right, uh, and, right now. and this is when they went to like the Latin salsa club and they were all yeah. dancing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think I think I like kind of have an indication of who you're talking about. Like the really like buff guy who's in the club. Yeah, yeah, that dude. Okay, yeah, it's definitely Aaron Donald. I was about to say, like, did I miss something here? He was definitely wearing a Rams fitted. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, um, look, they, they touched on a lot of themes in this movie, right? Um, one of them being, um, or a few of them being, uh, 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 dreamers, um, <laughs> you know, and, and gentrification. Um, they, they talk yeah. about. Uh, you know, uh, going off to, uh, to to college and dealing with some of the scenarios that might develop from 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 that. They, they touched on a lot of shit. Uh, what do you think was the thing that resonated with you uh, with it? Like, what was the what was the moment where you're like, all right, I'm feeling this shit. Like, I, I kind of I see where they're where they're coming from, or like, you know, what I mean, like, I have a couple of those specific moments, but but I'll let you shoot. Uh, I think for me, uh, the, one of the things that resonated the most was uh, the relationship between uh, uh, Leslie Grace, who plays Nina Rosario, mm-hmm. and her uh, her father, uh, Kevin Rosario, played by Jimmy Smits. Um, you know, obviously, yeah, father daughter relationship. Be, be, before you before you jump into that father daughter relationship, 
uh, scenario. Uh, they did try to set Jimmy Schmidt, uh, Schmidt up because they try to show him singing and it just was not working. It did not look like he was even yeah. remotely singing that song. Yeah. Like, it looked and like he was it, missing his, like, the cue to sing. Like, it looked like, like he was just like, oh, wait, uh, it's my line. Uh, yeah, it did not look believable even remotely. His first um, scene where he's, like, singing, like, he walks into the coffee shop and he's getting his coffee in the newspaper. It, it just, like, I was like, especially if you know him from other films and TV shows, you're just like, yeah, you know, I mean, I, this is not it. This is not it. But he's a he's a he's a really good actor. I've I've always enjoyed um, some, sure. uh, many of like the TV shows and movies he's been in. Um, but again, you know, so that, that, like father daughter relationship of like um, what it's like, especially being in like an immigrant. Right. Like what it's like to come to this country um, as an immigrant and have to make certain sacrifices. Right. Like. You know, I I didn't go to college, but I started a business. You know, I didn't. His character didn't graduate from high school or go to college, but he started a business so his daughter could, right? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, his daughter, I know, like you know, she felt guilty because her father was like selling the family business so that uh, so that she could go to college, and like the guilt that surrounds sometimes having to. Uh, sometimes being the first in your family, right, to do something, and like the guilt that may come with you having to leave what feels like or what is home in order to like pursue your, your ambitions. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like how he kind of like, I, I, you know, I like what happened with this particular storyline. Um, he was like, you know what, you're, you're on a mission. You can bring us along with you and pursue your ambitions. Like I did everything I could do as a father to prepare you for this. Um, so I thought that was just a really like interesting moment that resonated with me. And I feel like it could resonate with a lot of people who are either immigrants to this country or like the first timers, right? First people in their family to go to college, first people in their family to, to leave the neighborhood in pursuit of whatever their ambitions might be. Yeah. Um, the, the second one I thought, which was really great was like the, the idea of, um, like home is what you make it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, uh, Usnavi, uh, they, you know, I guess they called him Navi in the movie or something like that. Yeah. Uh, played by Anthony Ramos. Um, his character, one of his ambitions was like return home to Puerto Rico, I believe, and buy his father's, um, old, I guess it was like a bar or cafe or, or um, uh, what's it? What's it called? Uh, bodega. Uh, bodega, right? Yeah. And um, and like restore it and kind of like restart and rebuild his father's dream, right? So he, the whole movie, he's like, I want to go back home. I want to make it home. And what he came to realize at the end of the film was like, you know what? Like I am home. I've been home the entire time. Uh, I can do. I can fulfill my ambitions or my dreams here. Yeah, um, and and a, lot, like- a lot of people struggle with that. Well, and, and that was the interesting thing about the movie, right? They, they set up both him and uh, Nina, Nina's character. So they had uh, Navi and then they had Nina, right? And they both basically had the same storyline, but in reverse, right? So Navi was, was in New York, but wanted to leave. Uh, Nina had left New York, but wanted to come home. And by the end of the movie, they had, again, flip-flop <laughs> those roles where Nina is the person who's figuring out like oh hey like maybe i can make a difference by uh going to stanford um and uh navi's like no this 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 is now the thing the things i will take issue with uh one of the things i will take issue with of the film is the whole swerve of um spoiler alerts i guess if you haven't fucking watched a movie um is the whole swerve of him being in uh new york it's like yo come on man that's cheap that's cheap. Like for them to for for them to show them on the beach and like we think, oh, like he's um, he's in uh, uh, Puerto Rico, you know, um, and then to have it, oh, like they're just in the bodega. 
Nah, no, nah. I, I thought that was uh, I thought that was taste. I thought that was tasteful visualization, nah. right? It's no, like no, absolutely. No. I will not accept this. I will not. To, accept to this. me, what that felt like was like bringing your dream to wherever you were, right? Like he couldn't quite be on the beach in Puerto Rico, but like they made the shop at the end, like they made the shop that same destination where he had the mural of his father's beach in the shop. Um, so I, I thought it was tasteful. Uh, the visualization made sense to me. It, it, it hit. So, so, so the thing is it made sense as far as like the visualization goes, like, and I got what they were trying to do. What I'm saying is you don't have to just blatantly lie to us. Right. Like, so the only reason why we all thought he was in Puerto Rico was because of, uh, the fact that, they were on like a beach and it looked like they were in Puerto Rico, you know, it looked like he was, you know, he had like a little shop set up in, in Puerto Rico. Right. They, they could have found ways to do it where like, I thought maybe they were going to be like, Oh, like maybe he's like on like a, uh, they're like in New York, but like they're on like a beach or whatever. And he like, he set up like a new shop, like, you know, just something. Right. But it's just like, well, that's just a straight up lie. Like you just like for, for, and the movie was kind of strange and that how like meta they got with some of the shit that was happening. Like the singing, like I, we were talking about it right before the podcast came on, how like they started the fucking like moonwalk on the side of the fucking building and the little kids look at it. I'm like, is that people, is that, are the Avengers real? What the fuck? Why are they walking on my window right now? Um, you know, so it was things like that, that I thought was like, nah, like I could have done without that. Like if your whole idea is to, talk about these real sort of serious issues and talk about them in a real way, even though it's a musical, you don't kind of undercut what you're saying by giving me some shit that's like fantastical. You know what I mean? Like that, because now I don't know what to do with that. This real shit that you're actually giving me is now mixed in with some of this other shit <laughs> that, you know. Uh, Listen, I, 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 I did mind it. I thought it was done tastefully enough, right? It's, it's like, what? Well, when I buy the Peloton, I know I'm not really biking through the through fucking uh, the mountains in in Naples. You know, I know I'm not on the beach in southern Fr or southern France biking. I know that, but uh, sell it to me a little bit, make it look good. If you're, I think that's what they did there. If you're a listener of this podcast, uh, I need you to uh, uh, take a shot every time Arain uses some crazy ass analogy <laughs> to try to no, prove his, that made perfect his, sense. His uh, okay, if you if you say so. Um, uh, Listen, so, what, what we need to be telling our listeners is if you have a Peloton, uh, don't let your kids near it. How did you get Okay. Listen, I want our listeners look, to be safe and your children look, look. too. So so one of the other things um, I really did fuck with uh, from the movie was um, uh, so uh, Navi's relationship with uh, with uh, oh man, and I'm going to forget her name here. Uh, oh, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, Abuela. Um, and uh, I thought that was probably the most genuine relationship that I believed, uh, you know, in the whole movie, uh, uh, because they were two people who just took care of one another, you know, um, and, and mm -hmm. they always looked out for one another. And even though um, she wasn't really his 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 uh, his mother or grandmother, um, she she played that role in his life. You know, when you're growing up in a, in a neighborhood like this, you know, that's what it becomes. The neighborhood raises you. It's not just your, you know. Um, your, your 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 blood family that does you know that everybody around you raises you you know um and so i i really did enjoy that relationship that being said yeah. look and you kind of saw that taken into uh, uh navi's relationship with sunny 
um yeah yeah where 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 now he's taking care of his little cousin you know yeah um and and really going to bat for him and 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 that was and i'm i'm glad you said that because that that is you can see the direct <laughs> translation of that right so you have mm-hmm. uh and sorry for the beeping that's uh i guess the, the garbage guys are, are getting the garbage but um uh the uh make sure you give they, them that hat you're wearing <laughs> oh, okay the, the yeah. under the under armor guy has a problem with adidas i guess uh, uh is that oh is that a, okay never mind never mind i thought that was your uh, packers hat that's why what it's a black hat why would it be a, never mind doesn't matter um <laughs> i'm colorblind <laughs> <laughs> can't see the color black <laughs> what color am i i don't know <laughs> who knows Every, everything's black and gray um so uh so uh you see him getting the uh where she she has the winning lottery ticket and that's another place where they lie to us he said oh we never found the lottery ticket again bitch you found the lottery ticket like what do you mean like he told his kid uh his daughter like nah we just we just never saw that winning lottery ticket again but at the end of the movie he has a winning lottery ticket it's like what the fuck like that's just a complete swerve for like no reason you don't even have to lie to us but you did um i, I did peep that but i mean you never know who's listening irs you know <laughs> uh, listen we're trying to evade taxes here you gotta be even around your kids you gotta be you gotta watch what yeah. you say yeah you never know who's snitching these days you gotta be careful um uh so uh so yeah, so uh, so you you can see how he gives uh, how he uh, Abuela gives him this this lottery ticket. Um, she gives it after after she passes. He realizes that she left it for him, and um, and then he does it, like he doesn't even think about like cashing it out and spending it himself and or all that other shit. He's like, no, I want to I want to hook Sonny up. You know, I want to make sure Sonny's good. You know, because uh, uh, so Sonny Sonny was in uh, he, he was undocumented, um, and so and and look, a complete side note here. Um, look, man, it, it's never fucking it never makes sense to me, right? If you're talking about people who come to like people who would be against like uh, immigrants, right? Whether whether they're documented or undocumented, right? People who are just like, ah, uh, you know, they oh, when they come in, they have to come in the right way. That's what you hear from people all the time, right? But then you have these dreamers who they were essentially born in the U.S., right? They might not have literally been born in the U.S., but they've grown up here since like the age of like one, two, three, right? at that point this is their home like that's not it's not they don't they literally don't know anywhere else you know so it's like well how can you then be like no but you got to do it the right way it's like i never had the fucking opportunity to do it the right way so what the fuck do you want from me and how they're not just made u.s citizens is mind-boggling yeah um, because the reality of it it has it's not as much about like their uh, immigration or even their undocumented status i mean it is definitely a racial thing right like it is uh these mexican immigrants uh they they even if even if they were born in this country right so well your parents didn't come here the right way so you can't be here either but you know we are french or canadian or italian immigrants uh treated with the same uh you know uh aggression uh or you know those children of parents who came here undocumented are they treated with the same aggression usually the answer to that question is no because the conversation for the most part is really about like mexican immigrants right yeah. So well, that's I mean, really what it's about. So, so, so yeah, I mean, one would think because we, we do share a border with, uh, with Mexico, but uh, but yeah, you don't really see people having that smoke for the Canadians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, whatever. You, you drift across the border. It's whatever. Yeah, yeah, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Can we interest you in some pancakes? <laughs> Bring some maple syrup, please. Um, uh, but, oh, yeah, very uh, true. But 
uh, the, the one of the other things I wanted to touch on is, look, man, we need to talk about Vanessa real quick. OK, um, we, we need to have this. Let's here. talk about yeah. Vanessa, by the way. Uh, Vanessa played by Melissa Barrera. Uh, yeah. Barrea? Yeah, Barrea. Yeah. Uh, OK, yeah, so let's, two let's, things. Real let's quick. talk about I, Vanessa. We, we got to keep this brief because we're, we're running low on time. But look, two things with her. One. I hate when they show characters and they talk about doing shit, but they never actually show them doing the shit that they're talking about. They talk about her being an artist the entire time. Never really got to see a goddamn thing until the very end. We did get to see some stuff at the very end, but then it's just like, wait, couldn't you guys have shown us at least something earlier to let us know that this is the shit that she does, right? Um, and then on top of that, the whole a whole scene at the club made, and, and I only am frustrated with this because it's a real life thing, right? If a woman does something and i i don't mean to generalize here but i'm going to generalize fuck it oh um, tuna you're about to get canceled you're about I, to I, get I probably yeah <laughs> probably yeah um look uh but you know she was in the club she danced with like well 10 different dudes right nothing wrong with that it's all good it's all cool navi to make her kind of jealous dances with one other woman and she's upset at him saying that he didn't spend time dancing with her and that's the whole reason why they kind of had a falling out and it's like did I fucking miss something here? Like, did, yeah. did you, you were just dancing. Like you had, it's like you had a picket sign that said, Hey, um, we'll dance. Come all. That's she danced with like every fucking dude in the club. And then was somehow mad at him for dancing with one woman for like two seconds. I, and, and, and he promptly like backed away. Cause she was wilding out on him. Like, I don't, I was like, yeah, I, I, I did. Head, like, I noticed that, fuck? too. I did think that was bullshit. I'm like, yo, she, like she literally danced with like 10 dudes at the club that night uh, and he danced with the one. Uh, and I did think like she was also like somewhat upset because like there was the power outage. Oh, like you didn't come look for me. But, like, it was pitch black. Out. You know what I mean? I'm not Vin Diesel. <laughs> I can't see you in the dark. <laughs> We got to link up outside. Do I look like I was altered by alien DNA or some shit? Yeah. To fucking be nocturnal? What the, What is this? So, shit? yeah, that, that definitely was uh, kind of bullshit. Um, and uh, to your point, I wish they would have maybe had time to venture down, uh, you know, maybe like including like what her big dream was like uh, as a as yeah. a. Uh, I'm still confused. incorporating that into the storyline a bit greater. I did love the yeah. fact that at the end of it, um, they were able to uh, consummate both of their dreams and ambitions. Right. You know, like he was able to bring his father's dream, you know, the bodega to Brooklyn uh, to like, what is it? Is it Brooklyn Heights? Yeah. Is it Brooklyn uh, Heights? Is that in Brooklyn? No, Washington Heights. Yeah, Washington Heights. There you go. So he was able to bring his father's dream to Washington Heights. And, you know, she didn't have to go downtown to, you know, like make her dream of becoming like a, a you know, clothing fashion designer come to life. Uh, she can still do her design. She can still, you know, she can still uh, create her uh, Shopify business account or become yeah. an Amazon seller <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and, but like display her, her work in the shop. Yeah. Well, and that was another thing. Like her whole storyline revolved around her moving. Like that was like the only thing like I that the time that they spent with her, like trying to find a new place. And I guess they were just trying to touch the, as many different topics as they possibly could. Um, but it, it was just like, no, just show us why she's trying to be like a designer or like her, her talent in doing that. Like have that be on display, not her just searching for another apartment and be like, I'm an artist. Like for the for, for being the person who's like kind of like the most upset throughout the entire movie, like show why she's upset. Right. Like if you're great. And you're just not being recognized. All right, show us that. But 
don't just be like she's upset right and then for what like we haven't seen a goddamn thing like i can't can't hire you on site if i haven't seen your fucking artwork fuck yeah <laughs> what is this also i mean how irresponsible of her like if, if you're applying uh uh for a, to lease a commercial or a residential space like of course you're gonna have to have proof of income uh a, a bank statements things like that you can't just walk in and say yeah i can afford the place like, no they're gonna they're gonna want to see proof like can you do you have well, enough well, monthly income to pay rent well yeah it, she, it, she, it, she, she it, fucked up they they did do it a little ham-fistedly but it is a real thing for for people of color to like walk into a spot and be like yeah like you know um i'm working as like a server or whatever and i'm like uh i don't know if this place is for you champ like <laughs> you know what i mean like it, it that is a thing but yeah it's common fucking practice you gotta show some fucking w uh w2s uh you gotta you gotta show some some income you know on your on your tax returns you gotta show something okay? yeah like, you can't you say i keep my money in a nike box <laughs> I, I swear i have it you know just trust me like no that's not how it works but, but oh, yeah god. like, like oh, god. to your god. point I, to your point the message there did still land right it's like yeah. a lot of times you come in if you're um you know uh, a, a minority right like whether it's a woman a person of color um sometimes you'll get overlooked for that you know that 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 like white couple comes in and it's like oh yeah of course you you can you can, well, you can sign the lease today right yeah. um so but yeah that that message did land still yeah look uh so so in in summation uh i would say that in the heights was good pleasantly speaking um i i was pleasantly surprised by uh by by my enjoyment of it uh again uh it was what it was it is a musical and so you're going to get your usual musical weird shit but uh but i think in totality though i think i i enjoyed myself way more than i than i found myself uh not enjoying myself so so i would say it was good um check it out if you if you you got some time um did you have anything else uh on that because if not we're gonna move ourselves quite on here no 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 nothing uh nothing major um i I agree again uh and and coming from me like you know again i was definitely not about this movie at all um at the end i really did enjoy the film um this was a good project when i watched it again not really just because it's not my taste but i'm glad that i saw it so uh you know i'd I'd recommend you check it out too the real question is would you would this make you want to see the new west side story when that comes out because that's coming out no no sir all right that was affirmative that was (laughs) that's very very we we don't need to talk about it it's the simple no (laughs) No Maria, Maria. No, no. Nope. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Um, moving on. Look, we got some trailers this week. Uh, dude, uh, talk about other things that gave, you know was a pleasant surprise. The morning show. Uh, enjoyed it. Thought it was a little soap opery, but you know, I think for the most part, I think it was uh, it was interesting, man. Um, it presented a lot of interesting questions, uh, even if it didn't like execute on the answers to said questions. Uh, if there could even be answers to some of those questions that, that the show asked, I was presently surprised. This week, we were treated to a trailer for the second season of the morning show and so basically it's just it basically just follows like the inner workings of this uh this newsroom um um ink uh, used to be anchored by i guess uh steve uh steve carell's character um uh uh what was his name in the show uh mitch um uh yeah anchored by mitch uh as well as alex who's played by jennifer aniston uh until uh reese witherspoon's character bradley kind of comes along and kind of throws a wrench into things uh and billy cup uh, uh crud up 
He's the best part of that show. I don't give a shit what anybody says. He, he's legit the best fucking part of that show, at least to me. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, um, you know, I don't think we need to, to have much more conversation about it. We can uh, kind of just jump into it here. All right. Season two trailer, The Morning Show. Right and this up. is on Apple TV Plus. Apple TV. Don't forget the plus. We should just tell the truth quickly. They're going to cut us off. There are some really bad things going on here. We cannot accept a culture of silence. We have some breaking news right now. Moments ago, UBA's national feed abruptly cut to a test pattern. We have to That's stay together on this. All the attention is going to land on me. Be careful what you wish for, right? Start spreading the news. I'm leaving Let me make this simple. We have to get Alex back. She publicly left the show. New York, New York. I don't want to. I'm not coming back. They hurt me. This is about them doing things behind my back. It's all gonna work out. Don't tell me it's gonna work out. There is a cost to success and fame. You're a dead man. Said the corpse. There will always be a part of me that wants to be liked. I never wanted to Love be this person. Things are supposed to get better. Everything changed in a minute. The whole world changed. I thought we were a team. Honestly, Bradley, a friendship with you seems like a bountiful journey. If I can. You talked to Mitch. Did he tell you that? People deserve to know the truth. Nobody likes a gossip. There's been a lot written about The Morning Show and a lust for ratings that made even the worst behavior permissible. Do you feel that the important issues have been addressed? It's up to you. Interesting. Interesting. Um, where do you want to begin? I'll, I'll let you get the uh, the first first swipe. I think the trailer seemed uh, quite dramatic, mostly because yeah. of the trailer. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry, mostly because of like the music that they used throughout the trailer. You know, what I mean, that like really somber, but like that high pitched piano. Uh, this is a show about a morning show, right? Um, so. Much more, uh, I think the music much more traumatic than the show actually is. Um, oh, but no. I like no, 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 no. What? No, the show is definitely dramatic, dude. What are we talking about? Uh, I don't know. I don't, the 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 music didn't for me didn't match um, the what I remember about the show from season one. Right to me again, I, and this is my one simple knock is like the the music seemed somewhat odd right um but i thought the trailer itself was great i like uh from what i see here where the story's going again uh billy uh crudup who plays Corey ellison um loved him in That's season one i think said, he's gonna he be dead man walking says the corpse yeah That's said the corpse <laughs> um i think he's only gonna keep rising and and, and doing his thing come I mean, season he's two already in the staff yeah uh, do, do you mean just overall or do you mean as an actor like well, I mean, oh, like in the like, uh, in the show, right? Like he's okay, at the sure. top now, right? He's like the president of the news network, right? Um, but I think his character. Off? It's been a while since I watched season one. 
Yeah, I think he like either stepped into like the president or like the executive over that particular department, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think his character in the show is just going to keep getting into more and more shit. And I hope we see more of him in season two. Um, uh, you know, I, I like how they position Jennifer Anderson's character. Like she left the show, but like now it's this pitch, like, is she going to come back? You know, what is her next step? Like um, also, you know, a lot of times whenever, whenever people um, do what the type of thing she did, right? Being like a whistleblower, right? Um, when you blow their whistle, now people are going to start, now eyes are on you, right? So all of the, you know, demons in your closet or the skeletons in your closet are going to have to come to light. So I think that season two is also going to focus on, all right, what, how much of a role did you play in the culture that uh, happened at like the morning show? Um, one of the things I didn't like is Reese Witherspoon's character, um, Bradley Jackson, si- still seems to be in the weeds. Like, you know, kind of like, the, uh, I don't know what's going on. You know, there's so much happening. Things happen behind my back. And it's like, you know, I'm still this like girl from the small town. It's like, all right, come on. You know, get with the program, get that shit together. Like, you know, you're in the big leagues now. It's time to, uh, you know, time to act like it. I just hope to see a little bit of more progression in her character. But yeah, Uh, overall, it looks good. I'm excited. Yeah, it looked, uh, it looked, uh, it it looked drama-y, you know, to to, to me. Um, But I I don't think that's, at least to me, it's not really much off from what what we got in the uh, the, the, the first season. What I am curious uh, about is what's the thing that is going to anchor the story? Because really, it's a story of Hannah. Um, who was played by uh, Gugu um, Batha Batha Raw? I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Maybe I'm, and maybe I'm not. But it, it was her story that really anchored uh, all of season one, even if we didn't always know it, you know. Um, but but that is the story that was at like the heart of 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 the show. What I'm curious about is what is that going to what what's going to be the replacement for that? Now she's she passed away um, on the show, um, uh, and so what is the thing that's going to like, you know, because if it just becomes about the drama of this newsroom, which I guess arguably I'm saying that it, it kind of always was that, but if that's the sole focus of it, there at the heart of the story in season one was an actual uh, fucked up scenario, you know? Um, and so if that's just kind of rehashed in season two, then, you know, but, but without the, the, the person who sort of, you know, made it feel uh, real, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you really got the same magic uh, that you do uh, or that you had in season one. So yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll have to see. Um, but uh, yeah, leave a, leave us uh, a comment uh, in the comment section below about uh, what you guys think about the morning show. Are you going to you in to this uh, season two? You locked in? Going to going to binge it uh, as I did? Uh, I don't. They don't do the week to week shit. They do. Uh, they just drop them all at once, right? Uh, I would like to believe so. Yeah, I think um, drop and. Them one of the other big questions is for anybody who doesn't have Apple TV plus yeah. is this show, right? Cause like, there's always that like one show, that movie that's all right, you know, I'm going to go get the thing to see that thing. Um, is this show based off of, uh, you know, the high ratings and reviews for season one? Like, is this a show that uh, someone would like go and get Apple TV plus four or like renew their uh, subscription? Uh, I think this might be one of those like hit shows where it's like, I'm going to go to that place to get that thing because it's that good yeah uh i don't i know it was kind of like that for me you know i i, I it was off the strength of uh of your recommendation because when you said you liked it i was like all right this has gotta be interesting a little bit if rain likes the fucking morning show uh there's gotta be something to it right um because usually i don't i don't, I don't know if you go for those type of uh, <laughs> those type of shows but 
Um, but yeah, uh, I think this is enough to move people over. Now, it's in season two, so I don't know how many more people are going to be more interested in it than they were in season one. Something wild would have to happen on the show that gets everybody talking. It, they would have to release it like week to week, either or, or release it in, in batches in order for it to be the come that like the water cooler talk, you know, where it's like, oh, yeah. shit, did you see what happened with this episode? Yada, yada. It can't, if you drop it all at once, here one moment forgotten the next <laughs> i asked stranger things uh <laughs> haven't talked about stranger things at all <laughs> since yeah. uh the, uh the last season just dropped you know uh so yeah new season is coming though it it, it is and, and, it, and it, it, it looks good it'll be the same thing it'll be where we talk about it for like three days and then we literally will never speak of it again i literally yeah, true. don't know the last time i've even spoken uh, uh about stranger things uh after yeah it's been I so long ago all time. those kids are adults now no, for sure, dude. They they they, they literally uh they're 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 experiencing the 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 um, housing crisis. Uh, they're they're like guys, we can't afford <laughs> we can't afford to rent, you know, can't afford to buy. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to fill some uh, figure out some real adult shit. Uh, but anyways, um, leave us a comment in the comment section below. Let us know what you think about the morning show season two trailer. Um, we're gonna jump into this last trailer. We gotta speed through it though. Um, look, man, I know, I know you've been looking for this. I know, I know this is something that's been on your radar real quick. Uh, you know, as a, as a, as a, uh, power, um, what, what would I call you? A, a power aficionado, uh, I, that feels a little too complicated to call you maybe, a, a, a power super fan. I don't know. Um, but, uh, we get, we get our first real true deep look into, uh, power book three uh raising Kanan in which we dive into um the character Kanan's um the backstory who is of course played by a fit 50, 50 cent as the uh, the white people call him um <laughs> uh so uh so yeah so power book three raising Kanan is a prequel set in 1990s that will chronicle the early years of Kanan Stark the character first played by executive producer Curtis 50 cent jackson um so yeah let's just jump into it why, why why waste time with small talk let's just get into the shit ma i want to help you get me started in the business these streets don't play canaan that's what i keep trying to tell you but you don't want to hear me though come on man this is my story this is the South Side Jamaica Queen story. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. You said you was gonna get me involved. You pull that trigger, you in it. You can't afford the war right now, Rock. I ain't getting on my knees, Nick. Not for you, or no man. in training, trying to put them reps in. Let's do this. I'm gonna take this city really world by storm, and I'm just getting warm. I'm gonna knock you out. Mama said knock you out. I'm gonna knock you out. Mama said knock you out. I'm gonna knock you out. Mama said knock you out. You want to be in it? You in it. All right. Power book three, Raising Canaan. Talk to me. How are you feeling after that? Did you just like, did you, are you in a, in a, in a, is your head in a, are you, 
got those fucking birds flying around you? Are you just excited out of your mind? Uh, no, I mean, it, it looks good. I think um, what Power has done um, successfully thus far, since this is the second spinoff from the Power series that um, that we were first introduced to, um, Power Book 2, uh, I thought that was a really good show. Um, I, th- I think it ended really well in setting up um, uh, Tommy Egan's upcoming show, uh, Force. And uh, I think it it also has done a really good job. And I mean, if you watch the, you know, the original Power show, 50 Cent, uh, who plays Kanan, was one of those characters, like whether you loved him or hate him, um, you know, he was, you know, he was he was memorable, great one liners. Um, he was like one of the more most fun characters to watch. Right. Uh, so I think this like Raising Kanan, not only does it look like a good show, it's focused on a really uh, it's pivoted on a really like interesting character. And I do like the cast of this show. Uh, so Malcolm M. Mays is uh, playing Lulu. If you've seen Snowfall, you'll remember uh, Malcolm in Snowfall. He played Kevin. Um, uh, Makai Curtis is playing Kanan Stark. We got Omar Epps in the show. We're going to be introduced to other characters who we know from the original Power. Um, like Jukebox um, is going to be played by Haley Kilgore. Uh, so uh, Dude, you know, this looks Joey good to me. Badass that I saw in there was that Joey Badass. Um, I thought I saw him in the thing, but maybe it's just somebody who looks slam like him. I'm not sure. I'm not seeing Joey Badass on this cast. List, yeah, but, I, didn't, uh, I didn't. I didn't see his name on there, but it, it looked slam like joey badass i wouldn't be surprised if we get a lot of like really interesting uh guest appearances from like you know musicians and just like other uh musicians athletes whatever maybe you know we saw we saw kendrick lamar in an episode of power right um and we got like you know some really mary j blige was the main actress in in uh um power book too so i wouldn't be surprised if we get a lot of interesting appearances in uh racing canaan um i'm i'm gonna be interested to see like do they at all incorporate 50 cent in this show right obviously you know well i'm sure him I'm sure as we know do, today. Like, plenty of like voiceovers and shit i don't think they're gonna like i don't know but power also does some weird shit so they, they might show him at some points in time um, yeah and will we get like a young ghost a young james st patrick yeah, or a young tommy that's... egan in the yeah, show that'd be pretty yeah, interesting yeah, for sure. i'm sure so, they're gonna leave that for like the season finale or some shit it will like, yeah and like coming yeah. up the stairs is like ghost and then it, the camera cuts or some shit like right before the yeah. or some shit. Or it's like, oh, let me introduce you to these two new cats on a block. Yeah, and, this, yeah. and this is James and this is Tommy and like yeah. and then bow, you know, end of season. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I just think they've done uh, they've uh, this show has been successful so far in its spinoffs. Uh, there's a lot of uh, type uh, hype and anticipation about Tommy's upcoming show. And this looks like another good one. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, yeah, I uh, yeah, I have no problems with it. Uh, looks interesting. Um, that that's a lot of pressure on the the, the young bull though, Makai Makai Curtis, um, because uh, yeah, yeah, you don't want to fuck up playing playing Fitty. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, those will lead to problems, uh, guaranteed. Uh, I don't even think Fitty likes his own uh, or fucks with his own son. <laughs> okay, so that, that that might not end well for you if you fuck that shit up. So, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of pressure, but I'm sure the young the young kids up for it. Um, but yeah, man, uh, looks interesting. Um, you leave, leave us a comment in the comment section below. Are you guys looking forward to uh, Power Book Three: Raising Canaan, uh, based off of the strength of the trailer? I remember the first teaser trailer they put out was was trash. It was just like a whole bunch of like fucking like images from from this show and it's just like why even put this out just just give me the real trailer when it's available okay <laughs> don't 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 give me like this weird shit um 
Uh, but in any event, uh, let us know what you guys think about the trailer. Uh, you looking forward to it? Not looking forward to the show. Uh, yeah. With that being said, I think we'll go ahead and get the fuck out of here, man. I got uh, I got places to be, people to see, things to do. Yeah, know? do your thing. Um, so, uh, as always, we appreciate you guys watching, you know, or listening, um, but hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that share button, share the shit with anybody and everybody. Um, but until the next time, I think we will hit the very, very usual protocol. Fade out. Fade out, ladies and gentlemen. Have a nice weekend. Wednesday. We still got a ways to go. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway. Yeah.